Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Patrick. That's our sound guy, Joe. That was the eye idiot. And that's just our co-host, Giselle. Hello, I heard you stutter on that. And that's Patience in the background. Hey, yo. We're talking about Pixar films. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... My voice hurts. Man, how do how do I get into this? Piggybacking <laughs> <laughs> off of that, I have no idea. Uh, you know what? I got a game. Okay. okay. All right. Let's All right. start off with that. Um... A lot of people tend to confuse Pixar movies with Disney animation movies, with uh, Disney Toon movies, uh-huh. with uh, Sony movies, yeah. with uh, DreamWorks movies. Oh, my God. Um, so I got a list. They're mostly Disney and Pixar movies. But, yeah, you guys got to guess which one it is. Okay. You know, okay. Just to clarify, everyone, make sure we're not mentioning things that aren't Pixar. Um, <coughs> we'll also check in, y'all, see if you did your research. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. First one, Frozen 2. Easy. Not that's Pixar. Disney. That that's Disney, Disney all the way. Yeah. Yeah, that's Disney. Already goofed. On Frozen <laughs> 2. Come on now. Yeah. That's bro. like the easiest one in this list. All right. Ralph Breaks the Internet. Disney. That is that's Disney. Disney. Uh, and then by association, Wreck-It Ralph. Disney. Didn't you say Wreck-It Ralph? I said Ralph, Ralph Breaks the, the Internet. Internet. Oh. I, that's the I just heard Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Same movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, Coco. That is Pixar. That's absolutely Pixar. Yeah. Yep. Moana. Disney. Disney. Uh, Zootopia. Ooh. I actually Disney. don't know this. It's probably, I think it's Disney. Disney. I'm it's pretty Disney. Sure it's Disney. Yeah. Um, Mitchell's in the Machines. Pixar. Well, that's I mean, not. I've that's neither seen... Disney or Pixar. That is neither. Else. It is oh, Sony. Whoa. Yep. What? It's a good movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty it's good, it's good movie. Really good I've movie. never seen that movie. Oh, I recommend. So it. I watched. Pretty, uh, I watched it recently over the summer. Um, Inside Out. Uh, Pixar. Pixar. Yeah. Big Hero Six. Disney. And association with Marvel. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, planes. That's, uh, Pixar. that's Pixar. Yeah, because cars. Yeah. Nope. It's what? Di- it's Disney Toon. Huh. Yo. No, because it's it's made by the animation studio Disney Toon Animation uh-huh. or whatever. That's. I guess it's a spinoff. So of cars. is yeah? Is it in the same universe? Just hell. <laughs> okay. Not now. That's what the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got Turbo. Oh my god, Ooh, that's Disney. I love that movie. Uh, yeah, it's Disney Studios. That's old school. It's Disney. neither. It's DreamWorks. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I figured. Oh, uh, the snail one, yeah. The snail, the snail yeah. goes that. Yeah, he does the DreamWorks face. That that makes sense. Uh, Meet the Robinsons. That's Disney. Disney. Yeah. Shrek. DreamWorks. DreamWorks. Yeah. Um, record, oh, I said that one. Brave. Pixar. Pixar. The only Pixar Disney princess, by the way. Exactly. Did I say Meet the Robinsons? Yes. Yeah. Then we're good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. There's a lot. Yeah, y'all, y'all got it. Y'all There's got a lot. It. There's a lot. A lot, a lot of, of stuff. A lot of big animation studios with a lot of solid, great animations. Yeah. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, they kind of all fall under Disney. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the only one there that wasn't in the Disney animation films list was uh, Turbo and Mitchell's and the Machines. Oh. And Trek. And Trek. Yeah. But yeah. Trek, I had it in there you know off what? the top of my head. Good job, yeah. DreamWorks, for, like, competing. Yeah. You know, Kung Fu Panda, How to Train Your Dragon. Megamind. Well, and that's mind. it. Yeah, that's it. Megamind's DreamWorks? No. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty what? sure. Megamind's yeah. DreamWorks? I'm pretty yeah. sure he is, because he also does the DreamWorks face. In the Let poster. me see. Oh, all right. Google. Is yeah, it actually, the internet's Planet still, 51 also? Oh, my God. Planet 51. I remember the... Uh, the What's uh, Planet 51? I have no uh, clue what that is. Happy Meal uh, Toys. Yeah. Remember oh. That? It's the one where the human touches down on, like, an alien version of yeah. Earth. Yeah. Oh. It is DreamWorks. Yeah. Oh, fancy. Megamind's DreamWorks. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so how we were doing this episode <clears throat> is that we all have brought our favorite or uh, worth mentioning uh, Pixar movie to talk about, um, and we're just gonna dive into it with Jared's. Okay. Uh, my pick was or is Soul, the recent movie that came out in 2020, I think in December. Yes. And um, okay, for like a little story and reminiscent of three song stories. Um. First of all, I love soul music. Like, I absolutely love it. If you know, know anything about me, I love The Temptations and that, and they redefine or help define the soul genre, as well as R&B. But soul in itself, like jazz or whatever, uh, <clears throat> it hits different than any other type of music for me. So, when I hear soul, it's like, it's like passion that's being brought out through the instruments. And that's something my uh, my saxophone teacher always taught me about when when playing when teaching me how to play the saxophone. Put your heart and soul into the music you're playing, into the instrument you have in your hands. And you know, I, of course, I took that seriously. I took that to heart, pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, and I and I actually talked about this in my three song stories episode. So go check that out. Hashtag ad. Hashtag not an ad. Um, uh, I was in high school and uh, I was in the band program and I absolutely hated every single bit of it because really? the yeah because uh, the the teacher Miss uh, I I remember her name I'm not gonna say it because her call her out all right no Miss- no 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 <laughs> let's not get sued let's not get sued right. Anyways, she was a uh, Miss J, Miss J. Okay. All right, she sucked because she she taught music in a way of like you can only play the piece of music that's on the spreadsheet and that's it throughout the entire class. If you're in this music room, that's the only thing you're playing. You can't take a break to play something else. That's it. Fr- Freaking play uh, the symphony of the orchestra, whatever the hell. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's that's like the complete opposite of what I've been taught on how to play. I've been taught how to play, yeah, play whatever you're gonna play, what play their piece. But if you're gonna take a break, all right, go go for it. You know, play what you're feeling, play through your soul, through you know all that stuff. Missy Menace, I said her name. I'm gonna bleep that out. My bad. She she was like, no, you can't do that. You can say her name. Let's there's not no trouble in saying her name. Uh, when it's real people, there's a little bit of trouble. He's Anyways. not lying. It. He's not saying anything defamatory against her. Miss J. Yeah, she was like, no, you can't do that. Or and I got in trouble. I legit got in trouble with like the the band captain or whatever. And like I kept bu- butting heads with them just because I wanted to like play something else because I was getting sick of this freaking piece that I was playing. I just wanted a break. You know, this was not what music is to me. The way music is taught in that school, in my high school, is not the way I like to play music. Uh, I was talking to Richard Chinqui about this um, before we did my episode. It's like, like high school bands or maybe even college bands, even middle school, teaches you how to be a mercenary in music, in the music industry. Like, you're not playing what you want, what you feel, you're playing what they give you because you need the money, right? You want to play? Okay, great. Here's what you're going to play. No ifs and or buts. If you're not going to play, you don't get played. You didn't get, you don't get paid. Sucks for you, I guess, right? Anyways. 
So I stopped, I quit band and I stopped playing the saxophone for years, right? Then this movie came out. And I remember watching it uh, with at my grandparents' house with my with my mom, and I think my stepdad. I'm pretty sure because he's, he's into this stuff too. Um, we watched the movie, and I'm like, "Yo, first of all, soundtrack amazing. Second of all, art style I love. Third of all, um, there's like a, a key character in there that's that is a saxophonist. Love mm-hmm. it. Fourth of all, African American cast, great, and it's perfect." Um, for for I guess this type of topic in a way for you know soul music it should be that representation all that stuff I love that Which, one thing is we a little criticism about the movie how come a movie that has an Afri- African American star is not shown that much is only shown in like the beginning and at the end of the movie and like for like the middle chunk of it is like the little ghost wispy dudes mm-hmm. what's up with that Anyways, well, I guess for blues or I don't know. I'm sure there's some dumb reasons, dumb freaking uh, corporate reason behind that, but I thought that was kind of messed up a little. Well, what do you mean? Like, look, like, the, I, main, I, like the main dude. I haven't watched it. You haven't watched it? Okay, like this movie. is the main dude, right? <clears throat> yeah. He, you see what he looks like. He's an African-American male, or um, I assume. He's black, all right? For this, he is only shown like this. In the beginning and in the end of the movie. The rest of the movie, they're these little guys. The same can be said for Princess and the Frog. Yeah. 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 The first black um, princess, Disney princess, you only see her as herself in the beginning and the end of the movie. The rest of it is just, she's a frog. Yeah, I've noticed that. that's kind of noticed it. That's kind of messed up in my opinion. Black characters rarely stay black characters. Mm -hmm. They change it to something else. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Which, And and that's also uh, New Orleans. Uh, that's uh, that Princess and the Frog. You say exactly. New Orleans, some yeah. jazz music, all that stuff. Awesome too. I think we're getting out of that trend though. With I hope more, so. with I more really African American stories being told, like uh, like Soul. Right. I think yeah. Princess and the Frog was a worse offender of that. Right. Than Soul. Right. Because it's yeah. like flashbacks. If I'm not mistaken, stuff. the villain was of color. Yes, he was. Yeah. Okay. Doctor Facilier. That was yeah. one of the greatest villains ever. What? Yeah. Anyways. One of the best theme songs ever. I've got friends on the other side. Mm-hmm. It's iconic. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, we'll get out of that. Yeah. Um, So I watched this movie. I was blown away by it and stuff. So I'm like, you know what? This is actually making me want to pick up the sax again. So um, I do everything in my power to do that. I brought my sax back into the dorms and stuff. And and this is like, um, yeah, this is springtime now. I, I practiced like a few times in the dorm. I felt like I couldn't really play in the dorm. Not Not because like. I was bothering anybody. I know Joe was listening to I was me, jamming me to play and stuff or whatever. I love it. But like a dorm, I don't think it's the setting to play mm-hmm. a wind instrument like the sax. Yeah. So I waited. I put it off just a little bit more, but I, it's still always in the back of my mind and stuff. So over the summer, thanks to my internship, um, I got connections to use the music room here uh, anytime I want. And mm-hmm. I for sure took am taking advantage of that and practicing. I've been practicing throughout the summer. And I'm still, like, trying to practice every now and then when I can now uh, during this fall. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting back into the rhythm of things and stuff, you know. And, and I'm just practicing um, my chords, you know, going up and down the scales and stuff like that. That's sick. And, um, yeah, I know this is not talking about the movie, but it's talking about, like, my, my yeah, well, feels di- about the movie. Diving into the movie, what do you like about it? Yeah, okay. I absolutely l- really like the art style. I mean, it's a freaking Pixar movie, right? Yeah. They always look good, just about. 
at least recently, looking really well. And I think the main thing is the music. This this is a movie about soul music as well as you know the human soul. It's like it's like a double the double whammy in terms of that. So the scene that really impacted me for for you know picking up this itch again for playing the sax getting back into playing music and stuff and that and that just really made the the movie for me is in the scene where um what's it called i'm sorry joe the music you had me pull up is into the zone yeah they're playing into the oh, zone yeah. let me talk about that little concept before we play the song one one like a big uh part of the movie is getting is is what happens when you're like in a flow state like so as gamers we usually get into this we get into the zone and we can just play through instincts not really have to think much about whatever like we're playing smash boom 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 you know we don't have to like put too much effort into it same thing with musicians what what i used what i usually do when i'm getting into the zone you know, i close my eyes and i just let my fingers play and let my breath go away right and this guy is a pianist uh excuse my potty mouth but uh he the, the representation of going into this zone like like visualizing it it's is something that that i never have thought about but it's like it makes sense it, yeah it's like yeah that's totally that that's it mm-hmm. you know like I, I can't see that yeah in my own head i just know i'm there but, but seeing Pixar it in the movie to visualize yes it. yeah because yeah. it's when you're in the zone like as a musician it's mm-hmm. like you can only hear the sounds producing and everything else just kind of melts away yeah and Everything else is gone. Yeah, like all that matters is you and your instrument and the notes that you yeah. decide to crank out of that. Yep. And Pixar perfectly managed to showcase that in a way, mm-hmm. and they like found a way to make it not seem as lonesome. Mm-hmm. You know, like they put, they found a way to animate the passion behind mm-hmm. it. Yep. So if we want to play this clip, this is what made me like start. This this is like opening my eyes again. Me like. Yeah, this is what I like about music. You know? One thing that's what something that I love about playing music is improv, 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 improvisation of whatever you're playing, and jazz is like, like the key thing, the key type of genre or whatever for that. So at the beginning of this clip. Uh, he just like got into the cafe or the bar or whatever that he's playing at with his band and he does he's he's not given any sheet music or whatever he's not told like what chord or key we're playing at nah the rest of the band starts playing and he's like oh damn what what are we doing what are, just uh. he starts listening to what everybody else is playing then he starts picking up on it right he starts picking up the rhythm starts picking up the groove he starts playing he gets into this zone and like just clicks with everything else and stuff and <clears throat> that's something that I absolutely love that's something I absolutely feel when when playing like some like what I when I used to like start like start learning how to play the sax I would like start playing you know freaking I don't know Bob Seger's um, all-time rock and roll because there's a sax solo in there and I would like play along with the song just for example you know and I'll, I'll do whatever I want if it sounds right to me I'm like okay great what's next or whatever it's just just improv jazz it's beautiful in so many ways and 
And uh, I'm guessing this, the, you like the movie because it like captured that. Yes, for you. it captured it captured the essence and the vibe of it for yeah. me. You know, like of course, there's this whole other part of the movie where it's like, um, finding out finding your passions yeah. or interests or your whatever. Yeah. Essentially, it's I forget what they call it in the movie. Spark. Yeah, your spark. Mm-hmm. And it's like whatever your spark is, that's the main character at least thought that's my purpose in life. Yeah, you know, that's my, my passion. Pur- that's what I'm gonna pursue when yeah. I am born, yeah. or whatever. And I really the movie like kind of hit home because a lot mm-hmm. of people think like, oh, in order <coughs> to live life, you need a purpose. And that's what the main character was going on about. Mm-hmm. He needs a purpose in order to get back to Earth to like be himself again. Oh, by the way, this guy died. Yeah. Like 10 minutes into the movie. Oh. Yeah. This well, that ins- makes sense why he's not in his up. body. Yeah. Also this takes up. place mostly in like the great beyond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. It's makes sense why he's not. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also kind of messed up that, you know what, yeah. yeah. Anyways, we won't get into that. But, um, like, he mentions to, uh, what is it, 27? 22 or something. 27, 22, yeah, okay. something like that. 20-something. Yeah, 22. Little, it's 22. Yeah, 22. This little blue wisp girl who evidently, I would assume, was the 22nd soul ever created. Because each soul is assigned a number, and you get shipped out into, like, the world, you know? So 22 has been there for a long time, and she cannot find a spark for herself. Until some of Nothing happen. interests her. It's like a standard high school girl. <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay, I mean, there's high school dudes that are no like that. No time to unpack all of that. <laughs> Anyways. Um, some shenanigans happen, and we do not see what her spark is. But as yeah, she spends right. time on Earth, she finds that her Earth pass is complete. So now she's ready to be, like, shipped off onto Earth because she's found something mm-hmm. to be your spark. And Joe, I believe, is the main character, right? Yes, Joe Gardner. Okay, so Joe Gardner, not to be confused with Joe the sound guy. (laughs) Nope, not quite. (laughs) Um, So Joe Gardner is questioning, and he's like, what was your passion? Like, what's your reason to be on this earth? And I believe voiced by Gal Gadot. Uh, 22? No, 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 no. The... What's her name? The one that... They're, they're like, the line people that teach uh, the people in the Great Beyond. Yeah. Jimmy? Uh, no, it's none of them is a gal. Okay, well, her voice is really nice. And she is talking to Joe. He's like, well, Terry. We didn't His name's Terry. Ter- their name is, their Terry. names are, are Terry. Terry. They're all Terry. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Rachel House. Rachel House. Beautiful voice acting by her and very, like, kind and sympathetic. What you kind of would expect of a caregiver. And she's mentioning and she talks about it when Joe questions what the purpose. Mm-hmm. A spark isn't a purpose. It's just what someone has passion for in life. And that could be as simple as meeting people or trying new things. And it doesn't have to be your reason to mm-hmm. keep living, which I really love. That That's probably, if I'm not mistaken, that was like big, big misinterpretation by Joe, the main character. Yes. Early on, it's like your, your thing, your spark is your purpose in life. This is like yeah. if, if your spark is music, therefore you're going to be a musician. No, that's not the case. It's just giving you a purpose to live on earth, live your life and stuff. I really like that movie because of that kind of unique storyline that you don't Mm -hmm. see a lot in animation. But I think that movie nailed the balance between realism and exaggerated animated features. Because when I saw that movie, I was like, yo, I know a guy that looks exactly (laughs) like that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I haven't done that ever in an animated movie before. Yeah, Yeah, I think they found that sweet spot, and they better keep at it, Pixar. I know you're listening. 
<laughs> it was perfect. Yeah. Perfect animation style. Yeah. Yeah. It's All nice. Right. Yeah, so that's that's, that's, that's it for Soul for me. You know, that's 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 probably my favorite Pixar thing now. I mean, of course, honorable mention is Wally. Oh, I of love Wally so you know, much. Yeah. Yeah, but Soul Soul was one that got tons of attention when it hit the And theaters. I'm glad it did. Yeah. I'm glad it did. Uh, it stars uh, Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. Nice. All right. Giselle, you're next on the list. <laughs> Moving on to a completely different direction. Yeah, whatever. Let's go. Um, what, the Pixar movie that I chose to like talk about today was Cars, the original one Whoa. from 2006. Yeah, featuring Owen Wilson and Carrie the Label Guy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Ka-chow. <laughs> Um, wait, wait. Did you say that correctly? Kachow. Carry the label guy? Larry. La- Larry the cable guy. <laughs> Larry the cable Carry guy. the label guy. There's something okay. in the air today. <laughs> but um, the reason that I wanted to talk about this movie in particular compared to other movies is because while I do love Wally, I don't think I could do it justice. Whereas with Cars, it's become such a meme that I could tear it to pieces and everyone <laughs> would just be like, yeah, you're kind of right. Um, I, The storyline... It's a very classic, you know, like, um, narcissistic hero becomes grounded through a tragic, quote-unquote, event that happens to him that humbles him. He realizes he could go back to fame and live his, I guess, before narcissistic lifestyle, and then he chooses to live a more humble balance between the it's, two. It's basically the same story as Iron Man 1. No, it's more like yeah. Thor. It's more yeah. like Thor. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I, would, see, say. I, I would say. Thor stole that. from cars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? Because someone who's treated like a god but is also kind of childish and naive um, heads into this barren, I guess almost dead, um, southwestern town in like the middle of a desert. He learns Route the simple 66. life. Uh-huh. Learns, learns the, the simple, simple life. life. And in it a desert place. setting, bro. Yeah, Radiator Springs. Me? Iconic. Disney needs to sue Disney, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I think Thor was made before Marvel is Disney. Yes. They sue themselves yeah. in the past. <laughs> uh. Doctor Strange needs help with this timeline suing legal <laughs> pursuit. But uh. the reason why I wanted to talk about cars, Joe, you've heard this Apple note being talked about. Everybody I, we, grab we your all have. <laughs> we all have. Kay. Patience, have you heard my cars right in school? No, say yeah. no. Say no, so no to give a reason no. to talk about it. Okay, okay, thank you. Okay, so since patience and the audience <laughs> has never heard it, I have to talk about this now. Yeah. Here we go. This is a full-on Apple note that I wrote up questioning Cars' entire purpose in the Pixar universe. <clears throat> How are Cars made in the Car universe? Are they built or are they born? Mm-hmm. Because in the movie Planes, which does take place in that universe, it, Dusty says that he didn't just come off the factory line. So are they made? But who makes them? That's the big question. Who decides which models and what equipment to use? And since parts are canonically sold in the Cars universe as seen in Cars 2, is that the equivalent of selling body parts? Also, trains in the Cars and Planes universe are alive, as well as planes, and some cars are shown to be modeled for bugs and animals, so who decides which models are used for what? Um, Direct quote, which psychopath decides a soul is only limited to a conglomeration of parts and they'll spend their entire lives confined to only railroads or electromagnetic tracks? Uh Do trains honestly wish they had the same freedoms as cars? Because think about it. If you're born a train in the Cars universe, the only areas you could travel are on railroads. Joe, why are you looking at me like that? 
I've heard, I've heard this before, and you're making up very valid points. I am Extremely bringing up valid. universe plot holes <laughs> in the Cars universe. But what if trains just want to be trains? Like that's just the way their brain works. No, because as we see in the movie Planes, um, Planes like Dusty, he was made to be a crop duster, and he's like, no, I want to be a racing plane, you know. So he he's built as a model for something, but he's not. But he chooses to be something else. But he's not so a would, plane that wants to be a car. Okay, but does that mean that a train doesn't want to be like, oh, you know, I'm a little steam engine. I wish I could be like this train who works I on this separate I wish I could be a cargo tracks. train. Yeah. Oh. Well, every train can be upgraded. Just just get upgraded. But would that be the equivalent <laughs> of like plastic surgery in the Cars universe? No, it would be the equivalent of upgrading a train. But they're <laughs> anthropomorphic. <laughs> Do you see where this like draws kind of like it muddles itself in gray? But they're But they're not... They're not people, though. It has they're, a they're poten- it has potential to be a great trans storyline. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, it really does. <laughs> next, the next charge. trains movie. Yeah, there's, there's a there's a transformer called Astro Train, where it transforms both into a train and a spaceship, Ooh. like a shuttle. You know. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So just in case there's no rails around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why would you need to be a train if you're a spaceship? <laughs> well, think I about it. I don't. I don't. I don't Conspicuously moving cargo. <laughs> Cars go. So if a car is inside of like a trailer, that's another thing too. Cause which which Lightning McQueen is in? Yeah, Mac. Mm-hmm. In like one of What's the first scenes, he is seen in <laughs> like Mac's Mac. trailer. Is Mac just the trailer like, isn't the part truck? of the truck? Okay. In real life too. But okay. he can control it. Yeah. Well, like you can with buttons in a truck. No, but Mac can control it too. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A truck driver can control. The there is no truck the driver. There's no human. It's Mac just is the him. car. So he's got like telekinetic powers. Y'all are looking into this <laughs> okay, too hard. Okay, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, it's a, it could be the same logic for Transformers. <laughs> exactly. Like, is that just like a body feature that they have? Like, right. oh, you know, for us, it's like I'm gonna blink, and for them, it's me. Like, oh, I'm gonna open my trailer. Yeah. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Okay. Is okay. like is blinking the same thing as turning on? The, the flashlight. I think I we got to bring in like a cars writer. Right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Pixar, I want you to bring hey, in someone bring who in. wrote the script and made the storyboard for cars so that way we can have an in depth discussion about this. Uh, here's the producer, Darla Anderson. Come on the show. Calling yeah. you out, Darla. I don't think Darla knows anything about this. She's I'll probably find a like, you know what? We just. We just thought making cars talk would be fun. And I was like, no, I have questions. <laughs> I have so many questions. Because do we ever see, like, a baby car in the movie Cars? I think so. I think so. In, like, sure. Cars 2 or Cars 3. We see, yeah. like, kid cars, I think. Yeah. Yeah, like, younger oh, cars. In in the first movie, there's, like... The twins. The twins. Yep. And they flash <laughs> They flash them. Yep. By flashing their headlights at Yeah, them. but that's, like... And, like, Lightning McQueen was like... <gasps> so, mm-hmm. but like, so that was, like, actually flashing? Yeah. We love you. So high beams wow. are nudity. Yeah. I, I guess. I don't even know at this point. But then. But that means. Question. Yeah. Do cars who want to have a child consult a factory operative to make a model that <laughs> resembles them both? Like if you have a car that's a Volkswagen marrying a Vol- like a Jeep, you know, like what would their kid look like? Like <laughs> Patrick, please. Dan Fogelman. Come on the no, show. No, keep going, keep going. You're the <laughs> <laughs> I can handle this. Okay. And then alternatively, how do cars go through puberty? Like, do cars do have, they have puberty? puberty? That's that's a thing. Do they? 
Because we see cars in like different stages of their life by being oh. like old and young. They just take the engine out and put it in a different model. What about Sarge? Yeah, right. He served in but, a war. Yeah, there was yeah. a car war. <laughs> There's a Which car means? war. Oh, in Cars 2, we see. Oh, I think I actually. Are you talking wrote, about the car pope? Yes, the so car pope. So there's Cartholicism? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Hold up. Where did I Cartholicism. It's, it's a thing. Yeah, I mean. That's yeah. the only question I have. The car's got to know what what led to the first car, right? Exactly. Yeah. What was the I first car? Was it a bicycle? Yeah, if cars have to be built, then who built the first car? Was it a bike? Was it a wagon? Was it a tricycle? A wagon? Is car uh, is the Cars universe creationist or evolutionary? Because <laughs> that's another big question. Yeah. There are bugs that are cars. Yeah, that's it's what I'm saying. A ladybug is actually a buggy. Are there yeah. single-celled cars? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of car bacteria. <laughs> do they get gas in like the gas thing, or is like gas do tank? they drink it? They well, drink oil. If they're single-celled, they can't fit gas inside because gas is multiple. It's like, you know what, Patrick? <laughs> this now is my theory. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> then, um, yeah. So then, when they age through their models, become like older, quote unquote. But then they do not change in size, evidently. So Are they then, immortal? Are there motorcycle exactly, cars? Exactly. Like, do they go into a factory to change their exterior? Because we see them try to change ma- like Mater's exterior in Cars 2. And then paint jobs exist. So is that the equivalent of cosmetic surgery? Or is that just makeup, tattoos? I have no idea at this point. I think car decals are tattoos because Sally Herrera has a decal at the back underneath her back rear window. Oh. Mm-hmm. The Porsche in Cars 1? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think those are the equivalent of tattoos. All right. But then, oh, there's still more. what is the Cars Universe <laughs> currency? Since they don't have, like, hands to give out physical money. Is it just credit cards? They, like, tap their wheel and have, like, wheel print? They is eat, there a car identity food. theft? The Cars eat food. Mater eats, like, a tongue full of wasabi. And he mistakes yes, it he for does. ice cream. Yes, so yeah. who's getting milked in the universe? Because <laughs> oh, the right. cows are tractors. Yeah. So then, how do they? That's that's an even bigger question. Um, is okay. This is gonna be. How do you make meat out of a tractor? With patience, with, with I skill. don't want to think about that. You with got skill. answers. <laughs> okay, because like they, the cars have tongues, uh-huh. which are flesh, uh-huh. and they have teeth, and they have eyes, and blinking <clears throat> eyes, and they also have like saliva, as we like. So do they have, like, organs, or is it just plain machinery throughout? I wonder if they ever say at any point in the movie, like, anything like those silly analogies for the heart, and then it's like, because then, you does that mean they have heart? engine rag or something like that. I don't even know <laughs> at this point. Also, okay. like, can, we move, <laughs> can we move on, please? <laughs> I have so many questions. I know you do. I know, I know you, you I ha- do. I haven't even gotten through half of these. Do you want to we'll say that for, like, the end card? I guess. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Just read through it through the, for the end card. Okay. Uh, now I talk about Luca, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luca Mazzarella! Uh, what Luca! A, what a just charming movie. Charming. I haven't watched... Thank you. I haven't watched a Pixar, like, just charming movie in, a, in quite a bit. I haven't seen it. It's it's really just like, a, like your family-friendly Pixar, right? Right. So it is like... The, Luca is one of those movies that you sit down with the whole fam, and I mean the whole fam, to watch, and everyone enjoys it, has a good time. Um, it's about a boy 
he go he's he's a he's a merman, but he doesn't know he's a merman. Uh, until one day he's like, you know what? I'm gonna go on land. Uh, listening to this dude he just met in the water, who's like, yeah, land's pretty cool. Um, and then he goes on land, and he's like, whoa, this is pretty cool. I want to do this all the time. And it's like, oh well, there's a town over there. We can do that in the town and see people. And they start doing that. His mom doesn't like that, and his mom and dad are like, oh, he's gonna die because apparently this fishing town really likes to kill mer creatures. Oh, of um, course they do. Of they're, course, they're like brutal about. Yeah, it. they're Italian. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's it's yeah. like their culture. Oh. Um. Thanks, Joe. But. Yep. They disguise hey. they disguise themselves really well because when they're out of the water they look like real people uh, and as long as they don't touch water they're fine um, and then they so meet it's like an H two O situation uh-huh. exactly yeah, exactly okay, exactly okay, okay. Um, and then so one of the gr- they meet a girl who's another outcast because they become outcasts because they don't like the popular guy and the popular guy is like mean and like I'm gonna win the competition it's like a triathlon but running is replaced with eating spaghetti um, oh yeah. Uh, and the this guy's like, like I got a moped. Oh yeah, the whole thing is they want mopeds. Uh, I'm not gonna do a plot summary, <laughs> but it, it. So that's the setup, right? They they want to win a moped by beat, winning this competition. But there's this mean guy who also wants to win the competition, even though he already has a moped, just so he can shit in the cereal of a bunch of children. Okay. Um, because the dude's like an adult and he competes oh. against a bunch of kids, Aww. and they just kind of let him. Oh. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so it's this great dynamic where like uh, they start getting ready for this competition and start becoming friends, um, and then Luca, the main character, starts get starts like getting really close with the girl who's from the island, but um, his friend, who's another sea merman merkid, is like really jealous about it, and then it comes this dynamic where like one's jealous and wants the attention of his friend and wants to go after the moped while the other one's learning more about what it's like to be a real kid and he wants to be a real kid even more and explore mm-hmm. the world um and then it's all of every a bunch of these different characters with different goals that end up just getting in the way of each other because they're kids who want their friends to help them with their goal and yeah. so Luca wants to learn about the world but Luca's friend wants to get the moped to explore the world and then the friend that they made on land wants to win this competition and their all their priorities are like get it all, going all over each other and it ends up being a lot of conflict and it resolves itself fantastically with lots of emotions and it's really happy sad moments and it's just great it's beautiful it's just a nice tale i'm not going to say too much of it because i think it is one of those that is one of the few pixar movies that is better left unspoiled um more so just because the the moments hit harder when you don't know how these conflicts are going to resolve themselves. Um, but you also kind of know what's going to happen at the same time because it's a Pixar movie. and mm-hmm. just, Everybody are, gets what they want. Every, everybody's happy in the end, uh, kind of. Um, <laughs> or not. But it's, it's, just, it's just a really fun, cute movie with like, that's just relaxing. It's not, it's not like over the top. It's not suspenseful or... It's kind of suspenseful, but not really. But it's really just enjoyable, and right. I think I think it was a pleasant experience to just watch something that keeps you engaged, has great characters with great motivations that fuddle all of each other. This great conflict thing, uh, while also having just a fun overarching story. But the overarching story isn't even the main appeal of the movie. It's more so how these characters deal with each other, which is I think what Pixar does really well mm. is. This, it's stories less about the overarching story and more so the fact of 
this character wants this, this character the wants this, characters. this character wants this, and then all of a sudden they're all butting heads, okay. and then that causes huge calamity, which affects the overarching story. But then they settle it, and then the overarching story usually goes well. Right. And that's how this movie went, but it went in a really nice way, and it's their most most recent one. Yes, mm-hmm. most recent uh, this year of June 13th. Fun fact, it premiered in the Aquarium of Genoa, which is the largest aquarium in Italy. Oh. That's where it premiered. So that's pretty, you know, that's fitting. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, also, I do want to mention that I also really love the setting. Like, it, 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 it does. Italy. It was beautiful. Yeah. It The the area itself is beautiful. The town that they're in is just beautiful. But also, like, it really adds to the story. Because this, this story could have taken place in, like, your uh, California beach town or your Miami, or your big city mm-hmm. coastal area, but I don't think it would have that same impact as this tiny rural thing. One, Brooklyn. because it is always there is always this thing that their lives are in danger because they are sea folk and the fishermen of this town really like killing sea folk um, to eat them. To eat them. Oh, um, wait, I actually. Would. <laughs> uh, Wait, actually? I, no, I think it's more so like they just think they're monsters. Oh. Like they're scared of the sea people. Like, um, like what's that freaking movie with the, the thing from the Black Lagoon? Shape of Water. <laughs> shape of water. Like the Shape of Water. <laughs> I did not watch that. I didn't that. watch that because it made the trailer made me very uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 yeah have, you, have you seen it, Joe? Why do you think, why do you assume I have? I have not, but I know very well what it's about. Yeah. Patience, have you seen it? No. Wow. Good. How have you seen it? I haven't. Okay. Yeah, sure. I just, I just, my mom has. It's uh, it's Guillermo yeah. del Toro or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. That's, it's, it's... that's just kind of his thing to make these weird movies. <laughs> but they, they, people watch them. <laughs> I hate their teeth. The uh, oh, and Luca. Yeah. Uh, the, I an- hate their teeth and their mouth. The animation is very Everyone. like silly. Right. I hate it. Well, they oh, went the from super realism with soul. To kind of more cartoony. I think yeah. it has its they're, charm. They're I think it's charming. I think it's, it's really meant charming. to show like the childish nature of yeah. the characters. Of, if it of was, the whole like, setting. Yeah, because if it was like more realistic, then you wouldn't get like the fairy tale esque of the mer people yeah. and everything. But their movement is also very cartoonish as well. They're, I hate it. <laughs> Wait, their on, arm movements me. are very Ooh. flamboyant. I hate it. Uh, go ahead. I'm, I'm listening. Their arm movements are very flamboyant. They uh, every time somebody gets on like a bike or a moped or whatever, you can. It's like they don't get on it like a normal person, where you put one leg over the other, hop on, go. They're like flying onto this thing. Their arms and legs are like flying around as they do so. Um, when they ride the bikes, it's all very like emotive the way they do it. You watch like oh, a real like life. The- you you watch a real life biking competition. And they're just there, like heads. Fo- they got their form that you go the fastest with because re- wind resistance or whatever. This is a small town in Italy. There's no form, and instead this is like a competition. They're all angry at each other. So that adult dude who's biking, like literally, like is, yeah, he's knocking. Camera. He's he. <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure he does like elbow somebody or stuff like that. And then uh, it's like it's just the movement itself. The animation really lends to this happy feel of the rest of the show. I like these two. Yeah, that's the that's the girl's dad. So there's the local girl that they join the team with so they can do the triathlon because you need three people. And then that's her dad who's missing an arm apparently because of the sea folk. They look alike. The cat and the dude. Yeah. They look alike. But I he he becomes that. like a he becomes like a father dad figure. in a way. Yeah, to, he's a father figure. Because uh I, 
I'm not gonna say too much, but I like him. These these like characters that. don't necessarily have complete homes. Any of them. They're like basically none of them really have that complete home except for Luca, and then even then he's trying his best to get away from it because they are strict and over and burdening and mm-hmm. make him do what he doesn't want to do. Um, but it, it, everything comes together because it's all these people with all these different expectations who like adjust their expectations to help the people they care about. And it really ends beautifully because of that, because it's like everybody working with each other rather than against each other for like a happy, cute ending. And that's why I love Luca. I walked away from it. I wasn't, it wasn't a movie that you walk away like thinking, oh man, that was a really deep story about belonging and all that. I walked away from it and I was like, that was nice. That was wholesome. Yeah. And that's about it. You know, not all, not all the movies have to have these Giselle-length conspiracy theories about okay. existentialism. <laughs> it was so, nice. It was it was a good time. Some movies are just like enjoyable. It made me happy. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, and that's that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I I really do think there is a lot of that. Sen- There's a lot to learn from it because it really is this thing where like a lot of, for younger people, I believe a lot a lot of times you tend to have a goal. And you want your friends to get behind your goal, but they also have their goals, and they want you to be behind their goals. And so, how do you go about that? And that, and that's where I, I think Luca does that very well. Especially when you're young, you're just always selfish. Oh yeah. You know, you're just like you just can't. And you bring your friends into your selfishness. You're like, uh, because as a kid, my friend uh, was like, "We're gonna make a band." And then th- I was like, I don't want to be in a band, but yeah. they're like, we're going to make a band. And it's like, you're going to be guitar. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to be piano. You're going to be drums. It's like, I don't want to be drums. <laughs> I'm going to be lead singer, and you guys are just my groupies. <laughs> and that's the band. Yeah. And that's how that's kids real. are. That's, that's, how, that's how kids are. So it's a great movie for that. It's not all about you, kid. Yeah. You're not the, you're not the star of your own story. You ain't special, you're nothing. bitch. Okay. You're nothing. This is a family-friendly episode. Joe? Uh, No, we lost that. (laughs) Yeah, at the very beginning. Oh, okay. Uh, Y'all want to y'all want to go through some nostalgia? Sorry, patience. You won't be involved in this because you're not wearing a mic. Come here, come here. Headphones. Yeah, headphones. Whatever. You're not wearing a mic. You can guess which my favorite. Patience and I are sharing headphones now. I'm talking Toy Story, the grandpappy of all of this. None of this would be a thing if it weren't for... Okay, that's enough, Randy. That's enough. <laughs> you gotta friend me. None of this would have happened if it weren't for Toy Story 1. Toy Story 1 began production all the way back in 93, but probably the deal was signed in 89. So Dang. there was a lot that went into this. And it shows. This was the first ever fully animated 3D feature film. First ever in the history of all time. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. And it's such a good story. Oh, yeah. When you look at, like, the first movie period ever, that's just, it'll be something terrible. It'll yeah, just you be, go, like, some guy on a unicycle or something. But as choppy as the animation by our spoiled standards are today, mm. this is still pretty good. Toys, you can watch Toy Story and not want to vomit. Yeah, because it, it's it is insane because how it sh- it really shows how far we've gone if you look back to Toy Story one because Toy Story one is at the same level visually as the pre visualization like the pre rendered version 
or whatever of Toy Story 4. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, the, the thing that they use for Toy Story 4 to get a reference for the way the final would look is how Toy Story 1 looks. So it's insane how far we've come, but at the same time, Toy Story 4 works fine as a standalone. Like, you don't need that quality of animation just because the storytelling is great. The animation is still good inherently. It still lasts. It's not awful by any means. Um, and it's just, oh, it's such a fun story. Toy Story is just a recipe for success because you got a very good cast with Tom Hanks. Mm. Yeah. Randy Newman does the music. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, who does Buzz? Tim Allen. Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. Oh, my goodness. And, and you have a pretty good, like, actual story behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To- what if your toys were sentient? Dude, I, I ever since watching this movie, like, as a kid, I, I think that. Yeah. I think, like, all my toys, stuffed animals, action figures, or whatever, mm-hmm. they're sentient in a way. So, like, I talk to them. Yeah. I don't care. I, I'm not ashamed. I talk to my Detective Pikachu plushie. Mm. Does it ever talk back? Sometimes in my sleep. So, like, what? <laughs> oh, oh, no. That's fair enough. <laughs> I, I feel like ever since Toy Story came out, like, that's just another... It's, it has such a society impact because, you know, you'll be watching kids just, like, bang their toys against the table. Oh, yeah. And the moms are like, no, because remember, what if that was Woody? You wouldn't hit Woody. And they could be like, I'm sorry, Mr. Toy. I'm sorry <laughs> I hit you against the table here. And then they'll, like, sit him down. It's like, wow, like, you yeah. just – Pixar, without thinking about it, kind of made a new way of parenting by Absolutely. giving these in- inanimate objects personalities. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not going to hurt you, not because I care about your, like, monetary value, but because I saw in a movie that you could be alive. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into the plot summary of Toy Story because everyone's seen it. If you haven't seen it, get out of The Rock. Go watch it. It's somewhere. I'd rather stay in The Rock. Well, okay. Oh. And in that movie, the only thing I want to oh. briefly touch on is how horrific the imagery can be sometimes. Oh, With yeah. the Sid, Sid? scene? Sid. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? I had nightmares oh. as a child, yeah. and I probably would still if I watched it, like, today or tomorrow. Yeah, the toys that he made were, like... Sid reminds me of the same animation as in uh, Scary Godmother <laughs> on Cartoon Network. I've seen that one. I'll pull it up. Yeah. He, he looks, to me, looks like a character that could be in, like, Jimmy Neutron. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> and that's that's really it. What else is there to say about Toy Story? It's a feel good movie. It has a pretty intense moments, like the moving truck sequence. Yeah, uh, like this kid. Uh, yeah, uh, I used to love this movie as a kid too, bro. I don't know what that is. Scary Godmother. Don't know. Yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah, but I know. Cartoon Network, Cartoon Network CGI, early Cartoon Network yeah. 2003 CGI, not the greatest. <laughs> no, but I love the movie for some reason. Like, look at that, Scary Godmother. Yeah. She reminds me of that one uh, show about the bugs with the white spider that looks like Ted Cruz. All right. Um, um, anyway, <laughs> from that. For to- wait, one more thing with Toy Story. I think what I really like, I really fell in love with Toy Story series, and the reason why I watched all of the movies in the series, I really like the idea of the setting because it's it's something that I think every kid already thought about like mm-hmm. we talked about earlier yeah 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 and then now a kid gets to see well if that was real what are some adventures that these toys what in if my you room? weren't home yeah. yeah what what would happen if i wasn't home yeah and then also what would happen when i left home yeah what would happen when i've been gone from home for a while yeah like, what is story three i think broke the hearts of many kids because it was kind of like seeing a chapter in your childhood clothes. Bye, you know? Andy. Yeah, like, bye, Andy. Hello, Bonnie. But it also kind of helped with... <gasps> A, then B. Oh. 
And the Alphabets. next kid's going to start with a C. Watch. Continue. I'm Cecilia. sorry. Okay, anyways. But it was like a lot of families would throw out their toys like after their yeah. kids grew up. And then after watching Toy oh Story 3, I remember my friend um, was volunteering at a homeless shelter. And they do take toys for like the kids that sadly have to stay there with their parents or anything while struggling. And after the release of Toy Story 3, they got in, like, I kid you not, she told me, they got in six, like, full-on, like, big movers boxes just full of toys. Yeah. Just because people realized that instead of throwing them out, that other kids could use them and mm-hmm. love them even more. Mm-hmm. I think, it, I think hot take, Toy Story should have ended after 3. But that's just four me. 4 wasn't, right. wasn't bad. I don't, I'm good. not yeah. saying that. I just think four it was, was good. Yeah, I don't know. Four. four was good, but I would have been fine with it's it not ending necessary. Up there. Yeah, it's not yes. necessary. Yeah, four was good, but it was not necessary. Yeah. I would say that. This, like, I think Toy Story can only go so far. Like, they can keep going, right? No problem, and it's and it's gonna make money, like Fast and the Furious and stuff like that. It's gonna make money, yeah. but I guess it just starts like, all right, when when's enough? And you know, it but I mean, then filled. again. It didn't need a second movie either, but we're happier that it those oh, days. Yeah. Toy Story 2 is yeah. one of the greatest sequels of all time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. So it's, it's always the thing where, like, I don't blame people for doing sequels because a lot of times sequels can be good or even better. So uh, here's a fun fact. The film receives critical acclaim and it holds a rare 100% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. As it should. 100%. As it should. Who, the original who, film. Who doesn't? Like, like Toy Story. Go on Rotten Tomatoes right now and find that one guy who said no. All right. And say, see what he says. Leak his IP. What if it's your <laughs> band teacher? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Small world. Okay. Um, y'all talk about, like, Eagle Radio or something while I trade off microphones with patients. Eagle. She can talk radio. about her selection. Eagle. Radio. Eagle. Oh, I want to see this Rotten Tomatoes Eagle. review. Radio. Sorry. In the meantime, you guys can also Oh, now find... it's 97. Oh. Oh, no, that's Toy Story 4. Oh, okay, Never mind. Okay. Sorry. I, I mean, say. still, though, the 97 are on tomatoes. Yeah. Okay. not something to be like, ah, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's really good. But yeah, like Joe was saying, you could also listen to our campus's radio station, 100%. Eagle Radio, on the Live 360 app. Audio Just open 92. up the app. When you go into the search bar, type in Eagle Radio, and it's the only station that pops up. <laughs> We've got some great music on there, and it's regularly recommended by some students. You know, we have little... <laughs> What are you guys go ahead, looking Go ahead, at? no, finish, finish the ad, finish the ad. We have student recommendations of songs that are uplo- uploaded to the system yep. on a bi-monthly basis, I don't know. I want to say. I don't know. Something like that. I'm not the station manager. <laughs> Is but that the ad? I would say. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I found one yeah. negative review of Toy Story where the guy says, uh, where Mikhail P. says, worst film ever, but the best of Toy Story. But that doesn't make sense because if it's the worst film ever, <laughs> then the how can it be Toy the best story. of Toy Story? Then doesn't that mean that the other best Toy Stories are worse? Yes. Like the best of the worst. So then wouldn't those be worse? So then this one isn't the... Yeah. So then the other Toy Stories are worse. Come on, Mikhail. Get your, yeah. get your bad P? reviews right. This was 19 hours ago, bro. See, what? He posted this 19 hours ago. So that's... So he knew that we were recording yeah. this today. <laughs> he knew. The, that's the type of, of person who doesn't like Toy Story. Yeah. Yeah. Watch what? it be one of your roommates. Watch it be Joe. <laughs> watch it be Joe. Well, it took him so long to name? watch it if it was 19 hours ago. Like, it took you this long to watch Toy Story. <laughs> no, that's fair. Imagine he's that's just, he's, yeah, he's like, like living up to 2021 animation standards. He like, watches you know Toy He's like, this is like, terrible. <laughs> Why do they blink like that? Man, this is the worst 3D animated film I've ever seen. What is it? Like, the first one? <laughs> 
God. Okay, what's next? Uh, I don't know. What is next? Nemo. Yeah. Is Nemo. next. Mostly for nostalgic purposes, but I think there's a lot more to Nemo than people think about. Tell us about when it. When they think of Nemo. So, Nemo came out in 2003. It was my favorite movie as a kid to the point that my parents lost the DVD <laughs> because they could recite the entire script from front to back. Okay. Like, all... <laughs> that is how much I watched Nemo as a child. But it's like a family movie for us. Like, I remember being, like, six or seven, like a little kid, and waking up my stepdad, and he would be late to work because we would sit there and watch Nemo for the 50 millionth time over and over again. What's your favorite part of Nemo, favorite since you know it so Nemo, well? The jellyfish scene. It's <gasps> um, like, this is my squishy. It shall be my <laughs> squishy. And then if she stings herself, she's like, ah! Bad squishy. Yeah. <laughs> What's the address of Sydney? P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Good for you. Yeah. That's like the one address everybody should know. <laughs> you don't even need to know your house address. You need to know the Nemo address. Oh, of course. But, um, yeah, I really like it. So I think a lot of it is because of the family dynamic in it. Like, I love looking into movies and reading a lot more into it than you probably should because, let's face it, it's an animated film about talking fish. Fair enough. <laughs> um, or talking enough. cars. Or talking cars, yeah. I don't have any conspiracy theories about Nemo. Oh, I don't okay, think they're okay. radioactive talking fish. But, <laughs> well... They could be. There's if you go into the Pixar theory, which we haven't touched on. Oh, and I, oh gosh, God. we will be here we all day. We won't. We won't. We won't. But my favorite is if you like watch it and really look at Marlin's character development yeah. through the entire thing. Like a big thing that I took away from Nemo is adults even have the capacity and the need to change, because the way that you are sometimes it's not necessarily bad, but it could be better. Yeah. Like, obviously, Marlin is trying to be the best father fish for his only surviving child after, like, the most tragic opening Disney scene before Up, because Up was yeah. sadder. Up broke me. I, I mean, Up is sad. I don't... There is also a high level of sadness that comes from your entire family being murdered, but one person, <laughs> but sure, go on. Yes, oh, but... <laughs> um, also, <laughs> Finding Nemo was one of the first... I, I think one of the first animated movies to show a main character with a disability. Exactly. Yeah. He's lopsided and it's adorable. Yeah, his one of his fins is smaller because when the barracuda attacked... Mm -hmm. It like cracked the egg yep. on the side. I can like see the scene. It's a mm -hmm. little upsetting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can picture my trauma so clearly. I know. But no, Marlin goes through this whole thing like he's mad at Nemo, doesn't want him to go to school, but it's because he's afraid. You know, he doesn't mm -hmm. want Nemo to get hurt. Nemo doesn't know what's out there. And the whole time, like, when they're separate, I feel like it's Marlin realizing that as a parent, he needs to change to let Nemo live. And Nemo's like, maybe my dad is right, because I almost just got sucked into that vent listening to this stranger to try and escape the situation I found myself in because I wanted to go touch the butt. Yeah. You have to do it for the butt sometimes. You gotta. So we, we all have that time in us where we decide to touch the butt. Is it worth it, though? Uh, maybe not if you get kidnapped. Yeah. Fair it, enough. If touching the butt leads to you getting kidnapped, then reevaluate why you're touching the butt. Plus, I feel like Nemo is one of those movies that there's just so many iconic things that you reference. Yeah. Just mine. All of the time. Mine. We were literally doing mine. it. Start. See, mine. Mine. It's mine. One of those mine. Movies. Mine. My family speaks in whale when we get frustrated sometimes <laughs> just because we can. Oh. <laughs> Shark bait. Hoo-ha-ha. -ha. 
man. What's another one? A really good, like, famous quote from Finding Nemo. Oh, um, the the address is always oh, there. Yeah. Uh, just keep swimming. Just, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. 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 Oh, <laughs> fish are friends. Not, not food. food. <laughs> the, like, Nemo equivalent of an AA meeting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Hi, Marlin. I still do that all yeah? the time when like really? people introduce themselves in like classes and stuff. There's always that part of yeah. me that just wants to be yeah. hi person. <laughs> and Dory, you have yeah. to acknowledge the iconic character that is Dory, the forgetful fish. Hi, I'm Dory. I have memory loss. Or what's her line? Which is weird because if she forgets things, how does she always remember that she has short-term memory loss? That's long-term memory. Yeah, because yeah. of Finding Dory. Remember, we get a little bit of her backstory. Mm-hmm. That is true. Finding yeah. Dory was good for what it was. I was, was. very afraid when yeah. that sequel came out that it was I just I saw it in theaters. I, I don't I trust too. Pixar to make a bad movie. I don't trust. I don't think they ever will. I mean, yeah. Hmm. That's fair enough. Oh, my God. What? All right. Uh, I looked up the Pixar theory thing. I'm not not oh. reading it, not reading it. But like <laughs> it's, timeline, it's a whole book. Everything is connected through Boo. Yeah, yeah. through but what? She's the Boo. old lady yeah. in Brave. Yeah, from Monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like the, the timeline is Brave, Incredibles, Toy Story, Toy Story Two, uh, Finding Nemo, or Dory. I don't know which one this is. Um, Ratatouille, Toy Story Three, uh, Up. Cars, Cars 2, Wally, Bugs Life, uh, uh, Monsters, but in high, Monsters University, oh, Monsters University, and then Monsters Inc. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that Thanks, is boo. true. Because I knew that Up and Wally were connected because the I'm pretty sure the mall that wanted to buy out Carl's house is the same corporation that Wally is like. The yeah. earth is like ruled by. But I always think stuff like that is like they're trying to reuse assets to save money and time, yes. and then people are like, <gasps> same universe, <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, we wanted to save a few thousand dollars. I mean, at least there's something kind of kind of working for Pixar. Like, I would love to know how we talked about this in the Ghibli episode. I would lo- love to know how the Ghibli's stuff are connected, if they are or not. You know, we'll yeah. See how that stuff is. I don't know what it is. That would be with... really hard to do if yes. it wasn't already a thing. I. I I don't know what it is with humans when when it comes to like the media we digest. If it's like multiple different things from the same company or same whatever, same studio, we always want to know how they fit with each other. Like, how do all the DreamWorks movies fit in? Kung Fu Panda, How to Train Dragon, how does that work? You know, like I mean that what, that even that? goes as far all back of like princesses. comics where like somebody's like, I want to see Superman fight Batman. Right, right, yeah. right. Uh, like okay. Since if, if all the Pixar movies are connected somehow, then therefore it's already connected to the Disney universe because of Meredith. Who? The the Pixar. Meredith. If you could change your fate, Meredith. Would Meredith. I don't know. I don't care. If you're gonna quote her, you gotta give a damn. I don't give a damn about that movie. We're talking about what that movie is. My mom always cries when we watch that movie. Which movie? Brave. Brave. Oh, I didn't watch it. (gasps) Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody cares about the Disney Pixar princess. She was like the original strong, independent princess. Uh, Excuse you. Do not bash Mulan like that. Okay, that's true. She's not technically a princess. She did end up with a man. Okay, but she didn't need no man. She didn't need no man. Exactly. She. She's, She's like, technically okay, not even a princess. Technically. I mean, technically, no, which is why my statement works. <laughs> but there's no princesses in Asian culture, though, right? Yes. Uh, yes, oh. there are. 
never mind. I don't know. Or like empresses or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I know there's yeah, empresses. Like a, an and then there's their kids, but I don't think yeah. they're. Do I their kids inherit stuff? They do. They're, they have a royal title, and oh. then they can choose to be married to other kingdoms and. Are they like, called princes and princesses? I'm just going to keep my mouth You're supposed shut. to be the smart one. You enjoy the <laughs> okay. small one that knows useless history facts. Yeah, yeah Joe, useless history fact. Uh, what's a Joe Asian Empire prince or princess called? They're empress. Emperors and empresses. Those are kings and queens. Yeah, oh. none of us really know um, here. <laughs> I believe it. The concept it. of kingdoms are European. They just have empires no, and stuff. What? You calling yourself a king, Jared? No, you said, you, are a king. you said European. European. No, I'm not. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> anybody else have any thoughts about nope. Pixar movies? I nope. almost said Disney movies. <laughs> 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 They're all the same. They're all connected. Everything, it all comes together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kronk. Anyways, all right. that's all the time we have for today, guys. This, is a, this has been a wild ride of a show today. But it was fun. It was. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to let us know what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Put that bottle, water bottle away, Joe. Hit him in the okay. Eye again, I am throwing this phone at you. I swear. Here, to God. throw this one. Make sure to leave a rating somewhere, and we'll catch you on the next one. Follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle and uh, Twitter. Grab that show. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. See ya. Joe, you better watch yourself. All right. While watch she, yourself. While she starts reading more of those cars today. thing. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. If she's gonna read it. I want to see know. this Pixar thing. Oh, oh you put it. You th- I closed it. My bad. <laughs> oh, never mind. How are I'll, cars I'll, I'll made in the Cars universe? Are they built or born? You don't have to start from the beginning. In the movie go Planes, <laughs> which exists in that universe, Dusty go. says he didn't just come off the line. We're not making this so up. Like we only have hour sixty-one hours of recordings of disk space left in the recording studio. It's whenever Joe stops. Who decides which models and what equipment to use? And since parts are sold in the car universe. Is that equivalent of selling body parts? You're, also, re- trains Iterate the points alive. that you haven't. You don't have a lot of time. Okay, fine. What psychopath? Da, 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 da. Do cars wish they had the same freedom as planes? Do bugs and animal cars wish they were made in a factory to include a better engine or mine? I heard you turn off my mic. <laughs>